21-22 season of Fantasy Premier League. Take me to the hood, Ash. I'm going to take you there, man. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for that cap there, guys. Get in there. We will be giving away PS5. Hey guys, welcome back to the Juice Bar, the after show party from FPL Juice Weekly Live Podcast. We are very, very fortunate to be joined, not just by Ash. Of course. Part (laughs) of also our legendary juicers from Southampton, Man United, and Chelsea. Boom. How's it going, boys? You all good? Yeah, pretty decent. Good, good, good. good. Well indeed. All things considered. We just need to acknowledge, just for the viewers watching, that um, Aiden is not doing his best Batman impression at the bottom of the screen there. Um, we I don't know if he's being like, held hostage been, or something. He's, do you know where he is? You know the room they use on... What's the SAS show? Oh, who dares wins? Who dares wins? <laughs> no, no. Ant Middleton's, Middleton's about to walk in and put a bag on his head yeah, and take literally. him back out. <laughs> <laughs> 50 press ups on the floor. I'm not Can sure. Uh, no, that's brilliant, mate. I mean, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's perfect, mate. Yeah. You look better in the dark. You're going uh, to see me throw up like subliminal messages, like trying to get someone down here to help me out. <laughs> no, I, pre- I really appreciate you guys uh, coming on for a little bit of juice bar chat. Uh, obviously, Aiden's been with us for a little while, so has uh, Sean. But we'd just like to welcome, give a warm welcome to Josh, who's our newest recruit. He is our Southampton juicer. Welcome to the team, Josh. How are you doing, mate? Cheers, lads. Yeah, glad to be here. Obviously, uh, struggling on. I may be here for exactly one season. At our home <laughs> break, so you never know. <laughs> it's good that you've got the end in mind already. Yeah, well, Southampton, you know, it wasn't the best start. It wasn't the best start. I guess we'll start with Southampton because we can work our way up to the, uh, in terms of the worst result to the best. Yeah, 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 exactly. But listen, Southampton, a bit of a trick. Obviously, you've lost Danny Ings, mm. but you've got the legend that is Adam Armstrong. So that's an upgrade. Yeah, of course. Cool. <laughs> is it? Guy in preparation. Yeah. Year, course, yeah. he's I, I tell you I, I, I'm a, if you didn't know I'm a Blackburn fan but Adam Armstrong honestly is, is a great play might not be someone <laughs> to replace Danny Ings yeah. but he's a he's a he's probably a good good level striker to have at your club put it that way um but listen he started well enough took his goal well but what's what's going on I mean obviously there's uh, Vestergaard looks like he's gone. He's he's yeah. Well, he's at Leicester. Isn't yeah, he? Vestergaard looks like he's in Leicester. Looks like yeah, he's I mean, at Leicester. Looks like he's gone for some reason. <laughs> I don't know where he's gone, but it looks like he's gone. <laughs> looks like he's definitely gone to Leicester. And Carl Walker Peters didn't start. What's what's going yeah, on there? Everyone by surprise. The, that lineup was. I mean, I don't think anyone could have bet on that. Having Carl Walker Peters on the bench, having having Salisu obviously in, in centre back, and, and no real defensive line with any kind of uh, age or experience in it, really, really caused absolute chaos in the second half of that game. Yeah, because yeah. obviously Bertrand went as well, didn't he? With with kind of no no kind of creative 
uh, influence past about 30 minutes in. You know, it was, it was a real, real interesting decision. I think we needed more Armstrongs on the pitch, actually, I think. Yeah, can't go wrong with a, 11 Armstrongs. Yeah, I mean, what what is... what? What are Southampton trying to do this? Is it are they trying to avoid relegation this season? Because it just seems like they're selling all the best players and not bringing in enough. Is that a fair assumption? Yeah, absolutely. I think the Vestergaard thing. Um, I think that caught them by surprise because they mm. they blocked the they blocked his move end of last year. I think it was. Yeah. Um, I think I don't think they were expecting to lose him. I mean, they could have said no, right? They could have said, all right, 15 mil cheers, but no thanks, right? It's not like it was a surprise, like, oh, they've just nicked him from us. They've bid for some money and they've said, yeah, okay, and then let him go. They said yes, yeah. (laughs) I guess we've seen it before. I mean, Southampton are a a selling club in the nicest possible way because they bring through great young players and then they sell them for for a good amount of money. Um, Hmm. Is there anyone coming through though i guess that's the way normally you see like like for like replacements kind of step up mm. and do a great job but I, I don't anyone know coming through that. and anyone being bought do you know of so yeah great question um in terms of looking at who we're trying to buy we're trying to get gary cahill in to fill that like wow. senior void in the wow. back line that's that's literally all we're really linked with at the moment and in terms of like who's coming through just see Aidan smiling, knowing full well he's watched years of Gary Cahill. Going, Good luck. He was thinking he was 42 sure. when he was with us. to try and hold the back it's not tough what times. You need. Tough times, and your next game is, if I'm not mistaken, is is against Man United. Is that right? Yeah, easy, mate. Easy. Easy win, Easy. right? <laughs> at least, at least you're at home, mate. <laughs> Sean. Uh, great first win for United, um, giving Leeds a good old spanking at home. Um, what's your uh, What's your assessment of the game from an FPL point of view, and uh, what are you thinking going into that Southampton game? Is Bruno the best option for captain? I mean, from an FPL point of view, I think Greenwood proved he's an asset that has to be on everyone's minds. Mm. At Seven point five playing talisman for United well we haven't got Cavani I don't think for two weeks mm-hmm. so it's uh, it'll take him a while to get out to match fitness Martial's yeah. not fit yet we had a pre-game friendly uh, no like just a behind closed doors friendly last night and um, it might have been last night or today Martial played in that Sancho also played in that um, so it's quite interesting that they're trying to bring Sancho up to full match fitness for sure mm. I think he's the one that breaks into the lineup instead of Dan James so he's going to be one to watch I still don't rate Pogba as like a fancy asset. Um, he got four assists, Mush. I don't. I don't think he plays left mid for for much longer. If if Cavani comes back in two weeks, I'm going to play. I'd play Cavani through the center, Sancho left, Greenwood right, and Bruno through the middle. I think. Um, I'm with you. Sean. I saw. Yeah, one of the big points I saw with um, not playing Cavani is when Cavani isn't the focal point of the United attack, mm. Bruno ends up doing a lot more runs in behind. So with yeah. Greenwood and players like that, he comes a little bit shorter. Cavani plays on the last man, looking for crosses and things like that. So this enables Bruno to run in behind, and that was two of his goals. Mm. So as an asset, I think without Cavani and the team, Bruno's even better. Yeah, I'm, I'm kicking myself a little bit for not having him. I thought I could, I thought I could go with Son and kind of get away with it and upgrade in other areas which has kind of worked out i'm not you know 
not didn't massively yeah. suffer by not owning him this week because yeah. my other players came in. But yeah. he looks like he's going to have another outstanding season. I just saw him at the Euros and I was a bit like, well, he didn't have the best Euro. And, you know, maybe the bubble might burst a little bit. There's other players coming in. He might take mm. a shine away a bit. But, yeah, it looks like he's just picking up where he it's left He's just off. not the main man in Portugal, is he? But at United, yeah. he's, he's the, he, is what, he is the main man. He is oh, the guy. Sure. Is he... Um, did you have him on captain, Sean? For your I didn't, team, but you saw you saw my what? video as well. If people actually watch my I swear video, you was I bigging him up, no? Right at the end, I tipped him right at the end. I said that what was it last year? Bamiyang was like the main captain pick, yeah. And people went if you went for Salah, like the secondary option, he absolutely bangs. And I called it in my video that Salah might not be the choice. Bruno as the uh, backup captaincy option could absolutely bang, yeah. And hey, Presto, yeah. twenty points. It's so. Just, you- Lesson learned. You need to listen to your own advice. Indeed, that was a, a big lesson to learn. But I think you know every, everyone's sticking with a template to an extent to start the season. Everyone's got a couple of punts in their team, but I think generally, I think sticking with kind of who everyone else is going with isn't a bad strategy. So Salah, obviously, seventeen points is not yeah. a bad captain. Pick. Nah, of course not. And um, what about the Southampton game? Are you are you tipping Bruno for captain? Um, I'm on him at the moment for sure. Um, the reason why is Bruno's played what? What is it? 135 minutes against Southampton, and he's got two goals, three assists. I mean, that's pretty hard to ignore. You have to remember last time he came, uh, he came off the bench, I think, in the away fixture. If uh, Josh remembers correctly, <laughs> brought Cavani on and uh, Bruno on, and um, yeah, the boys did the business. Yeah. So uh, I think it's an interesting one. I'm yet to see the obviously the home crowds, but I can't see Southampton fans being massively up, over like up for it if they're seeing Salisu at centre back and Greenwood's like Sancho Bruno. It's going to be a tough one to get up for. But I I think we were unbeaten away from home last year as well, so we're arguably better away mm. from home than we were at home. I mean, um, it's he's... quite an interesting one for sure. But Salah is obviously a, a good pick too. But I. Scott, I might back my own thinking this time and go Bruno. You've you've made the case strong there, Josh. I just wonder now: would if you if I gave you a two 0 loss to Man United right now, would you take it? Yeah, <laughs> would you? It's oh, <laughs> so pessimistic. That's so sad. Oh, it's like having you Stephen Brogarth. You dirty it's dog. Two, Josh. The Premier is week two, mate. You're taking two 0 losses already. Oh, that's mad. Right. Obviously, Sean, just quickly. Go on, go on, go on. You know, there's one player on everyone's lips at the minute. He scored mm-hmm. a goal for United at the weekend. Everyone's thinking about bringing him in. Fred, what are we saying? <laughs> Is he there? Fred, I think Fred Fred with uh, Varane at the back becomes a much better option. I can see him making darting runs into the box. No, I can't be thinking this kind of crap out there. But, um, Double step overs. As yeah, I, will, I will just touch on our defence. If Varane comes in against Southampton, I can see Pogba playing like that CDM role potentially in, in a pivot with one player. And that enables like Sancho to come on. Obviously, Dan James isn't going to be the most creative of players, but... Yeah. He works hard for the team and I I can see us being like an even more attacking team away to Southampton, but we'll see. As long as McFred kind of start disintegrating slowly, I think we might see uh, quite an attacking United team going forward. I think you're right with Pogba though. Obviously, I know Ash is saying he got four assists, but mm. he kind of does this, doesn't he? He'll have a game where he gets like a brace and an assist or a couple of assists and a goal or whatever. And then he just disappears for like four or five games mm. you know i, I just yeah, it's, I, it's I didn't tough. see anything Look, he's about to go up in price as well yeah I think. and it, he's already I gone i think he's already oh, has he now gone up see I there's nothing about 7. him 6. there's nothing about him i've got him in my draft team as like Huge. only because you had to because <laughs> i had to yeah. yeah but in my actual team where you're only limited to five spots i think there's so many players that 
will end up having a better season mm. in the long run. Yeah. But I do I think see, he's I can, a good I can just see him slotting into that CDM role when if we if we do get the CDM it's quite reliant on the CDM. If if we do sell Jesse rumored around like 25 million is what it will cost to get him off like off our books. So mm. if we do sell Jesse I can see that money being invested into midfield and yeah. I think that's when Pogba definitely sits back at the CDM <laughs> role and we're trying to play that one pivot role. Mm. Um, and that could really shoot our team a bit I do hope no, Jesse yeah. Lingard does go. Yeah, he should be do. good to he see needs him. To. Hope, so, yeah, for, so for good England, last year. Yeah, for England, for like everyone really, he, he for himself, he needs to be out there playing football. He's you know, he's such a bundle of joy to watch, and yeah, uh, he's always got a smile on his face. It's, it's hard to see him sit on the bench the whole yeah. time. He, I've literally, I have a Lingard jersey from like three years ago when he oh, was yeah. uh, starting it. to fall off a little bit. But, <laughs> Chuck it in the bin, bro. But no, I'll always, always have respect for that man. He's you know. In seventh for us. Yeah. Cool. All right, cool. Right, um, Aiden. Man like Aiden. Oh, this is a great magic trick. Waiting in the dark. Go on. <laughs> hey, what's happened there? He's just teleported somewhere. You ever seen that movie Jumper? Yeah. Did I teleport somewhere? Yeah. I moved. Did you? Yeah, I moved because there's a, there's a lamp there and I thought if I put that in my face, I'll be okay. Perfect. <laughs> it's much, much better. <laughs> See your handsome He's face now. That's gorgeous. Look at that. Mate, 3 0 win. Enough. What can yeah. you say? Opening day of the season, goals from well, Alonso. I did have a little think about Alonso because I had Chilwell. You? You, well, you know I had Chilwell in my team at one point. Yeah. Um. Well, a few two days before mm. the season started, and then I was thinking, well, he's not going to play, but that means Alonso's got to play. And I just thought, you know, it's too early to go for a punt on Alonso, but yeah. he punished me. Yeah, great free kick, and then uh, and Shalaba as well. Yeah. Great, but no one would have seen that coming, surely. Well, a few people were talking about it, but I just think a five million is quite a lot of punt to take on any. Yeah. But what are you saying, Aidan? Who's uh what did you take from that game? I was actually at Stamford Bridge and it was excellent. Um Nice. It was all the atmosphere, Trevor Chalibur's goal was fantastic. Um seeing the moment after the game. Sorry, seeing the moment after his goal. Um it was it was special to be there and um he's worked really hard, he's been through the academy, he's been on loan. Uh, grinding year on year and it's nice to see him in the first team and uh, see him get his first goal was excellent um, as an FPL asset yeah I would probably stay clear of um, Chalaba if I'm being honest yeah. Nick um, however I'm not bringing him in don't worry <laughs> yeah I was going to say yeah I uh, you know when he, you know when someone scores a goal and you're like mm, should I and then you think actually no that's that's not the right thing to do yeah. um, so the thought went through my head uh, maybe for a split second when I saw the 15 points but yeah, definitely not as an asset. Um, just to touch on Alonso, uh, great performance, um, great um, play down the left-hand side with Pulisic, who I did predict to be a good asset in my um, game week re- game week preview for, yeah. uh, for for game week one. Yeah, um, I thought I thought Chilwell would start, but we actually had a behind the close behind closed doors friendly against Weymouth, mm. and we um, beat them thirteen nil. <laughs> that was for um, players that had come back late that weren't necessarily up to fitness in pre-season so um, yeah it was good to see the likes of Reese James play Callum Hudson-Odoi played I think um, a couple of young defenders as well yeah. Barkley got a game um, he's been joined up with the first team trainer now and he's got a squad number so he may look to stay this season but it's so hard with Chelsea to uh, give you accurate information on on who's a good asset. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's going to change week by week depending on who we play on. Um, you know, Havertz and Havertz and Lukaku were the obvious ones. Um, but yeah, it's, is, it's really when's nice when's Lukaku going to be playing? 
Do you know? Uh, yeah, he's going to feature against Arsenal. Okay, eleven point five. Do you think he's value or not? Um, I mean, yes, I do because it's Lukaku, and if you look back at his previous seasons and the amount of goals he scored in the Premier League already, um, we've seen him turn a sister into last season as well. I think he got eleven assists, yeah, and thirty odd goals. So. A lot of people have some negative preconceptions of Lukaku based on their, they haven't necessarily watched the Serie A and that's absolutely fine. Mm. I'm not sitting here and saying I watch every Inter Milan game, although, you know, I do keep tabs on other leagues. Um, is he value, value for money? I think it's a wait and see at the moment because it depends how he gels and fits in to this Chelsea side. He can play a lot of different roles and he can also, um, you know, link up and maybe be uh, an assister for other players around him, which automatically makes them a better asset as well. So um, 11.5, I thought was a little bit much. I thought it'd come in at about 10, 10.5. Mm. But yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go near him at the minute. Yeah. I, I had him at 10.5 as well. So I was a little surprised at the, yeah. at the price. I think but 11 and a half just... Is he part of the 100 club? Has he scored 100 goals in the Prem? Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah so he yeah, is like, he is a goal scorer and he will score... Burgles. Yeah. He will get he will get he goals. Was, I remember having him on my team when he was at Everton. It was a bit of a no-brainer because he, mm. he was performing so well. But I think even when he was at United, I don't think I ever bothered having him because I just yeah, I don't think there's room to squeeze him. If you're gonna have Salah and Bruno You have to risk taking someone out Trent you, out or or for you, yeah, he's I, think, I think one of the one of the big questions when it comes to Lukaku is whether he's taking the pens off Jorginho, because then he becomes an interesting asset. If he's if he's eleven and a half not on pens you may as well go Kane, right? It's a great shot. I can't, I mean, Aiden will know better than me, but I can't see anyone yeah, taking pens off Jorginho, no? I think it, it's a real tough one. Um, and I don't really want to sit here and say because I love both players. Um, however, if you're going to try and stat pad your striker and you want him to get confidence and you want him to gel into the team quickly, mm. maybe he's on penalties. Um, however, I as you've probably seen on Twitter, I absolutely love <laughs> the Ballon d'Or. I can't, I can't take the penalties off Jorginho. I can't do it. Lovely new haircut as well. Bro, I saw a tweet the other day. It was like, <laughs> can we just get everyone that's dyed their hair blonde? That'd be a banger, right? We'd probably be on like 200 points by now. Exactly. Although, didn't Granite Xhaka dye his hair blonde? Yeah, bad yeah, call. I, I, I don't think he's blonde anymore. Oh, right, if, he, if he was, he'd, yeah, he'd get the miss. He'd be the exception um, that proves yeah, the rule. I think just to touch on Lukaku as well, I think United weren't necessarily playing him in his best role. Um, they used him as a bit of a t- target man and he's got so much more to his game than that. He's got the ability to get the ball into feet, link up, play deep, bring other players into the game and then create the opportunity. Yeah. And I've not been to a match for a while, but watching Chelsea on Saturday, we were creating a lot of space down the right and left-hand side. Mm. And that, that Lukaku's going to feast. He's going to yeah. feast. He, yeah. could, he could do great. It's just the price point. It's just the price point. Yeah. But one I player for Chelsea. Chelsea. Sorry, I was just going to say Sorry, one player for Chelsea that really captured my imagination is Ben Chilwell. Like, if he plays every game, he, he, he could almost be a Trent replay. If you need to free up a bit of money. Yeah, he, but if he, he could, played every game, he's not, he's, not imper- he's, not, he's not integral to Chelsea's team playing. Trent is. Know, Whereas but... Chilwell isn't, because they can quite easily bring in Alonso, and it, it obviously doesn't make that much of a difference for him. I know, but I just think but Chilwell could have such a good season if he got. A if he was the only left left wing back, then yeah. Um, Josh, coming back to you, mate, Southampton. Um, like the only player really that I would have picked from Southampton would have been James Ward-Prowse at six point five mil for my team, but he looked like he was carrying a bit of a knock. I think he played. 
Did he play the game against Everton? Yeah, so he did play. He was not, I don't think he was carrying a knock. He just didn't have match fitness. Right, okay, okay. Um, back in contention yeah. um, about a week before and started training again, but he just hasn't had as much training as the rest of the team. Um, right, okay. We were, we were missing a load of the first team players, like Nathan Redmond wasn't on the pitch. Stuart Armstrong, arguably one of our best players, also not on the pitch. So that kind of that whole midfield just didn't do what it was supposed to do. Yeah. It's supposed to have those two wide tens creating a load of chances for the two two men up front. But the only goal we actually scored that strikers had to create for themselves. Yeah. You know, from an error. Yeah, from an error. Mm. Well, like, that's what the high press is supposed to do, right? Yeah. It's supposed to force these defensive errors that they can then capitalise on. But, you know, it... There just there was nothing coming from Che down really. Mm. It was the whole lot, the whole team just wasn't really creating any any solid pressure. Like, yeah, the, the worked well when in the first half when the whole team went together, which is something we're doing better than we've done before. But like Ralph didn't really capitalise on the actual bench strength he had in this game, which is something we've not had for a year plus. Really, he could have brought on Stuart Armstrong or. Mm. Or Teller, even or someone in the second half to try and change it up, stalemate. Yeah, mm. instead of just, instead of just you know going to sleep and then going two one down, three one down, game over. You know, it's, I think Armstrong yeah. and Redmond are big misses for you, though. I don't think yeah, but, you know. I, I think mean, they're such good creative players. I think you, you will be a different team when they're when they're back and fit. Is Che Adams yeah. an option at seven? Yeah, yeah I, I, my personal pick would be Adams. Um, Oh, Adam Armstrong, sorry, um, not Adams himself. Oh, right, right. Yeah, six million is a great price for him. Yeah, because I think that price point is just, there's just way, I think they've underpriced him in truth. And it, if we do get our midfield like up and firing again and he finds his feet, I think he could have a great, you know, he could have, a, you know, 10, 15 goals in him. Yeah, um, I, I, that's where I see him. I see him as, if you look at those players that are almost going to score those kind of 10 to 15, you're looking at, um, Chris Wood, is it Chris, Chris Wood? Wood? Yeah, I guess double figures. You know, just, just steady kind of. He's seven million. Mm. Jay Adams probably do the same. Yeah, but you can do it at six million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's well worth having him in. How many points did you get this week, Josh? Uh, one hundred four. Nice. One hundred four. Uh, Sean, I got one hundred one this week, I believe. One hundred one. Room one hundred one. Aiden, I got ninety, but I didn't have Fernandez, so I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, 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 yeah he's full of it, isn't he? I got ninety, but didn't have Bruno. I mean, not. I got. I got. I'll back it up. I got Andrew. Sounds like you. I got Andrew. Didn't have Bruno. <laughs> if I had, if I had Bruno, I'd have like hundred and twenty. Nah, but you didn't have Bruno, did you, son? And and a twelve million pound player, mate, that you can't afford. So it's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I'd have had Son in as well as Bruno and Salah, mate, I would have been on for a brilliant score. So I get the boxing. Let's get a white collar, white collar boxing like on the go. I think there was a there was quite an interesting one. Josh just mentioned about like the press with Southampton. I specifically remember Southampton last season. The first time that Kane and Son decided to show up was against Southampton. It was a five nil. Yeah, it was down to you guys not having the fitness for the press. And you're mentioning now that you know you try and play this like you know this pressing decent football that mm. you know does apply pressure, and it's where a lot of your goals come from, of course. But as you said in the first half, it worked well. I think this way, like United could potentially utilize their strengths pretty well is is an unfit Southampton or not capable of pressing for like the 75, 60 minute mark past that point. 
could be in a bit of trouble. So I think it's something to like definitely keep an eye on for this week. I think, you know, as I said, the Greenwood, if Sanchez starts, he, he could run riot just with the pace. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bruno. But this was, I think this was the one where like it was Kane, like four goals, one assist, or was it Son? Four Son, goals, I think it four was. Goals. Yeah. Kane, four, four assists. Four assists, yeah. And that was a Southampton fixture early on. So yeah. um, I don't want to bring out bad hands, but yeah. Let's, um, uh, it could be on the cards just through due to fitness, really. Let's get some, just off the back of that, let's get some predictions. I'll start with you, Aiden. Um, Chelsea are away, uh, if I'm not mistaken, to Arsenal. Yeah, Arsenal. What yeah. do you reckon the, the uh, result will be and who are the best Chelsea assets to look out for in this game? Yeah, it's a good question. I can see it being quite similar to the game at the weekend. Um, I think Arsenal, obviously, a few steps above Palace. I think it'll be a 2-0. Um, and I think best assets to have for this game will be Kai Havertz and Ben Chilwell, if he plays, I can't mm. guarantee he plays because mm-hmm. he played against Weymouth, so I'm not 100% sure. However, I'd say Chilwell. Like it. Uh, Josh, same question. Uh, and then I'll come to Sean straight after because you're playing each other. Uh, what do you reckon fixtures uh, results going to be? Southampton at home to Man United and who is the best Saints asset to look out for? So I'll, I'll go with an optimistic 3-1 to United. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think, Life oh, as a Southampton oh, fan in 2021. I mean, this is being like, like it's being realistic. Do you know what I mean? Like, it'd be quite easy to go, yeah, it might sneak a little 1-0 at home. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it, doesn't, it doesn't pay to be optimistic. Oh, man. In FPL, does it? You've got to pick what you think will happen. And who should we be, look, be, look, be looking out for? Adam Armstrong again, yeah? No, absolutely not. Livermento, <laughs> boy wonder, right, right back. If, if yeah, 4.0 starting asset. And if yeah. he takes his spot back, he might move straight into that right mid mid place to take out our aging Walcott. Yeah, there's a lot he's of talk about this guy. Cause didn't he win the Academy Player of the Year at Chelsea, Aiden? Yeah, he is really good. He, um, he was joint first for successful passes in the final third out of all the 4.0 4.5 defenders. And is he playing right back for Southampton? He played right back in this game. He played right back in the pre-season, but he played um, right mid for Chelsea under 18s. Um, he's very competent there. And he, like, if you actually watch the game back, there was yeah. quite a few moments where he, he made some really successful moves right through the midfield. Yeah. Um, kind of really like some successful ball carries right into that final third. Um, and I could totally see him taking Walcott spots so that we can get KWP back on the pitch. Yeah, I like it. That's a little Coming to watch out for little him, gem there, a little four million defender. I saw... I uh, just before you get into that, mate, sorry, one sec. Sean. Yep. Prediction. Southampton United. Um, Let's go 4-0. <laughs> I'm going to go 4-0. Confident. Um, I can see um, Livermento being in Luke Shaw's pocket for 90 minutes. And I can see... No. Cavani, uh, no Cavani. Sorry, I can see Greenwood making an impact. Um, nice. I think Bruno's a really good captain choice. Cool. You sorry, mate. Go on. No, I was just gonna say. I, I know a few people were. Livermento was in my thoughts. The draft yeah. is a four million, but in mine, he's in mine on the bench. Is he? Nice. Yeah. I ended up making a mistake and going for that Omar Delhi. Yeah. Never mind. Should have gone for Delhi. Anyway, listen, we're out of time on this one, guys. Just want to say thanks very, very much for joining us for the Juice Bar this week. It's been an absolute pleasure, delight, and a bundle of laughs, as it always is. Um, Josh, do you want to shout out your Twitter handle for people to follow you at, mate? Yeah, sure. It's at I underscore am vibrant. Brilliant, Sean. Um, I'm at FPL underscore Warner. Boom. And uh, Aiden. 
at FPL Casuals. Love it. We'll put it in the description for people to find. You can also find Josh in the next catalogue men's section. <laughs> It's <laughs> some incredible modelling. I could have sworn I've seen him on Boohoo the other night as well. You look you great look in Speedos, bro. You. you look like a guy from you. Oh, Just yeah. <laughs> on Netflix. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just everywhere these days. <laughs> I thought Graziano Pelle had lost, lost his gel <laughs> come back to England. <laughs> Especially in the Southampton show. Oh, I love it. <laughs> That's brilliant. All right, listen, guys, um, if you've... <laughs> Yeah, welcome to FBL Juice. Yeah. Um, please drop a <laughs> like to the video. Compliment. Make sure you subscribe. Join us again next Tuesday. We have the live stream uh, and another edition of the Juice Bar. You know where the banter's at. Do you guys even FPL? See you next time. Take Bye care. Guys. Bye, guys. Have a good week. <laughs>